ball control. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the greatest sports show in the history of all of... All time, forever. All, yeah, that's it. This is going to be the best one ever, and so the one we do next week will be worse. Oh, man, and we're, we're like, peaking now? Yeah, this is it. This is, what, episode four? And then they're all, the like... They're all... It's three, but yeah. So if you're hearing this one, you're welcome. And then from here on out, it's all just... Well, we don't have to inform them of that. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> it's bupkis. Yeah, that's it. Uh, yeah, man. So, th- what's been up? This is, of course, Ball Control, and I am Corey DLG, and with me, as always, is Brother Nico. That's me. That's me. So, yeah, we're just kind of hanging out and um, doing the radio thing. Yeah. 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 Uh, what's up, guys? Hey, guys. We're professionals. No, not really. You can hear we someone. We get paid. Of- that's professional. That's true. You're right. That's right. Someone makes bad decisions. It's 104.5, 106.1, the sister stations, and you can hear us streaming at IRLoneStar.com. Um, by the time this airs, there's going to be a Facebook and a Twitter and an email set up. Uh, but also go check us check out our homepage of NerdThugRadio.com and Facebook.com backslash NerdThugRadio. Um, that is from whom all things come. Yeah. The mothership. <laughs> the, the great brand. That's right. That's the brand. This is the the spinoff, I guess. This is the Joni Loves Chachi of Charles in Charge. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll take your word for it. I don't even know if those are the two right shows. <laughs> I don't remember. I, I'll take your word for it. I have like, absolutely no concept of Was Charles in Charge true? the theme song of Joni Loves Chachi? Who knows? I don't. I was too young. I don't know. <laughs> You're I making references far outside like, of your like, power. <laughs> well, like, I remember watching it, but I don't, like, I think it was like, Charles in Charge of our days of our, but I think that was Joni Loves Chachi. I think that was... The theme song for it. <laughs> or maybe the theme song for that was Joni Loves Chachi. I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> it's all so, a mystery now. Someone's in an email. If so. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, just Google it later. Yeah, we'll just Google it. That's that's what we'll do. Le Google. Uh, big shout out to RNA Sports, our sponsor here on uh, the radio. They are awesome. They're going to be doing a. They're going to be hosting a tailgate this weekend down in da- uh, at the Texans game because Dallas is playing and they are huge Cowboys fans over there in RNA Sports. We forgive them. That's fair. We forgive them. Uh, anyway, they're going to be... They bribe s- us, too. <laughs> <laughs> they do. They're good people, but they do bribe us to forgive them. Because otherwise, like, this is the cardinal sin. I was actually talking to a friend of mine. She's dating a Cowboys fan. And I was like, well, when you found that out, why didn't you just leave? Right, yeah. She, she could have like, stopped now. <laughs> he had all my CDs. It was too late. Um, <laughs> I had to go get my CDs. Right. That's like six years worth of music. We're not doing that. Anyway, there's a Lone Star Shootout tailgate. It's going to be 9200 South Main. And RNA Sports is going to be set up there. They're going to have a lot of people there. Mike Dumas, Shanti Orr, Pat Coleman, uh, Demarcus Fagans, Corey Bradford, Kevin Smith, Dixon Edwards, Haywood Jeffries, all kinds of uh, just Texas football people. That's cool. They're signing autographs. So check it out. As always, they got the Kate Upton sweaters. They still got a few left. And they now have in their hoodies and hats for the Astros. Oh, it's a big one, boys. That's right. So it's playoff time in yeah. baseball. And this is when we talk about baseball. That's my rule. About baseball, we always start with it. We start. We we can start with baseball here. We're gonna start with baseball, and we'll finish up with the NFL because there's a little bit of controversy last weekend. So we'll get to all that. This first segment right here. So if you're listening, this is the gold mine. Pick up, pick up your pick and dig in. Um, first things first, Chicago Cubs. They're done already. <laughs> Who's surprised? Yeah, no one because they're losers. So uh, they had 162 games, and then they had to play 163rd game. They had to play 163rd game, and they lost that. Oh no! Now here's what's messed up about all the whole setup. 
they had to play this 163rd game because they finished in a tie with someone that they've played during the season about 12 times. Gosh. And off the top of my head, I think they own that record like 9-3. to three. Oh, yeah. So. so for some reason, though, they made them play, and they lost that game. But the winner of that game won the division. loser of that game went to the one-game wild card where the Cubs then lost to the Rockies. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Now, the Rockies, though, they were in – they were West Coast – Last night, or they were West Coast Monday night, flew all the way to Chicago Tuesday to play this game and then still beat the Chicago Cubs. Good for them. Yeah. Um, just coming just to stomp them and then leave. That's that's it. Crushing that's the whole everyone's, bit. <laughs> crushing the Cubs' dream again. Again. And so then last night there was some more baseball. The Yankees were playing Oakland, and this is the beginning of the other wild card matchup. Uh, now... This is just dumb, okay? I just want to—I just want you to know this is dumb here. Well, they do play a lot of games. What could more? What could be more dumb? Okay, well, no, no, no. More specifically about what makes this dumb, though. What up? Is the the Oakland A's? I think they had kind of burned through all other pitchers, and they had announced they were going to be starting with their bullpen. Oh. So they were going to use like uh, savers and you know, like closers and, and guys who come in. Like late in the game. Right. They were going to use their game. bullpen to get them into, like, to run this whole game against the Yankees. Here's my rule about sports, generally. There's only one exception to this rule. The exception is Bill Belichick because he is smarter than everybody. But in general, my rule is when you try to outsmart a sport, it'll, it'll bite you. It will always, 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 always blow up in your face. Always. Uh, for example, the Astros used to have a manager. He was like a gambler. Like he was like not like a real gambler, but like uh, Garner. Uh-huh. And he would he would just kind of he would go with his gut a lot. Liked his gut. He was a, he was an old school cowboy kind of. I'm gonna play my. I went with my gut on that one. Uh, we gonna give the ball to so and so because I think he's got the matchup. I got the gut. So uh, then, he, then he lost horribly. He would do a lot of double switches that like they didn't. They never worked. They never worked. And in the paper the next day they would always be like. What the F was Garner doing? <laughs> and the double switch for nothing right. again. And so there was always these moves where he would make that that just kind of anybody who was watching, like they sort of were, like if you were there having a beer, watching the game, you the, the, the group of people at the bar would be like, what? Why did he? And then someone's trying, well, maybe he's trying to get, and someone's like, well, I guess maybe he likes that matchup, but like, then they put the stat up and like the guy's like 0 for 9 against left-handed pitchers and after the fifth inning or something, and you're like, Okay, well, the stats clearly say don't don't make that move. I guess he's got the gut on this he's, one. He's going with the gut. So, uh, yeah, when you try and outsmart baseball, it doesn't work. And uh, Especially because they have statistics for everything. They do. They really do. And like, it's basically a stat card. And right now, the Yankees are crushing the A's. It's uh, it's 5 to nothing as we record this late Wednesday night. Oh, Lord. So, the A's look dumb. Strong play, strong play. Right. Tomorrow night, uh, Colorado plays Milwaukee. Atlanta plays the Dodgers. Um, I don't really, like... We don't care unless the Astros are playing. Right. What so, like, saying. <laughs> uh, the, Dodgers, the Dodgers are going to win that series against Atlanta. Because Atlanta, I don't... I just... The Dodgers are... are they're spending $190 million for a reason, and it's it's to win. It's They were in the, they were in the World Series last year, and, and we beat them. 
And they're going to get back to it this year and probably lose they're to us again. Be the rematch, boy. Yeah, I really. That didn't. series was so good. It was. I think that's where it's going, though. I think that's kind of the buildup, which means this Colorado's versus the Milwaukee Brewers is kind of irrelevant. Oh, get um, guys. But uh, you know, go out there, play your best, try hard, whatever. Um, the Indians are coming to Houston Friday, one o five p.m. Oh, this. How do we get the one o'clock game on Friday? <laughs> We're the World Series champions. Why are we not playing primetime Friday night? Because it's boring to watch the champ crush people. Is it? I don't know. I, I want to see the champ play. Like, I always want to see the champ. I, I don't care what sport or event I'm watching. I want to see the best. I, if Well, anything else you do, like if it's a boxing match and they've got six matches scheduled, the champ goes last. It's called the main event. Like, what are we, what are we <laughs> doing, Major League Baseball? Get your schedules right. There's no reason the Astros should be going first. That is dumb. Yeah. Anyway, expect it to be big us. I think it's a five-game series, the first series. Uh, I feel like we're going to take that, though. So yeah, probably. That's this week, and then next week there's a bunch of more games because it's, it's a playoff series for everybody. It's a baseball. There's a lot of games. There are. There's still a lot of games to play. Uh, last they were week, like, here's postseason. It takes about... Four months to get through. Yeah, it used to be it used to be like Mister October, but now the postseason goes into heavy November. I don't like it. Doesn't work that way anymore. <laughs> um, so coming into last week in the NFL, there was some controversy. Uh, the refs were involved in a lot of decisions that decided games. Okay. Um, Monday Night Football, the Chiefs were in Denver. All right. They were down late and they drove and they took the lead. Good for them. Um. However, the Broncos got real upset because the refs missed a, uh, a call for delay of game. Uh, the reason I don't care is because the Chiefs had had numerous penalties called on them in the drive they went ahead on. They, Nico, they had a first and 20. Nice. And on first down, they got 17 yards. So it was second and three anyway. Right. Uh, they, had a, they had a second and 15. And yeah, they went ahead and they converted that. Um, they had about three crucial third downs that were like third and fours, third and threes, third and fives, because they were getting the yardage they needed. And, right. And it's, it's one thing if, like, they're just not getting called, but they're clearly getting called on stuff. So. Yeah, they were, getting, they were getting called on plenty of stuff and still turning, it, still turning them into first downs, so I don't care. Like, I don't feel bad for Denver at all. Also, I hate Case Keenum, their quarterback. I think he is the biggest – Colin Kaepernick can't get a job because he has political views, and Case Keenum still gets jobs – because he's terrible. Like, I don't understand how this guy gets work, but he does. He is the me of football. Oh, that's pretty rough. Yeah, I don't understand it. Um, and so, anyway, he went out there with the chance to come back. I think it was just like less than a minute. They had some options, though. And he he failed. He failed miserably. Oh, yeah, good for them. Good, right. good job, Case Keenum. Really, right. really sticking it to him. Yeah, he's a he's a joke. I don't understand that at all. Uh, the Saints won a game 33-18. to 33 to 18. Drew Brees didn't throw a single touchdown. Good for him. 33. So, a bunch of touchdowns and a bunch of field goals. Drew Brees didn't throw any of them. <laughs> um, That's almost like a joke. Like, what's it's, happening? It's so weird. The Jaguars, they won against the Jets 31-12. to So, they look really legit. And Leonard Fournette, again, didn't play with his hamstring. He went out and had about nine carries and then shut it down. He's killing my fantasy season. <laughs> I need him to just say, I'm going to take two weeks off. I'm going to come back with a good hamstring. I need him to stop trying to play every week, get four carries, aggravate it, and go sit down. That's not what I need from him. I need him healthy for more than four carries. 
<laughs> it's, not, it's not working. It's real me. impressive for those four times. Yeah, it's not helping me at all. The Titans won at the last minute against Super Bowl champion Eagles. Oh, nice. Uh, the Colts made the dumbest decision you've ever seen at the end of a game to uh, to give it to us. They oh, li- good. oh they, yeah. They went forward on fourth and four. Right, genius. Uh, failed to convert. And then we, we were literally 15 yards from being able to kick a field goal to win it. And, and then we threw a 25-yard pass to Dominique Hopkins. All right, done. Yeah, DeAndre Hopkins, sorry. We, we won. That's right, boys. Now. We ain't Lottom tier anymore. Uh, <laughs> the, the, the Fitzmagic era is over. Harry Potter has left the building. The Buccaneers lost to the Bears 48-10. to 10, Oof. And it never looked good. <laughs> oh, no. So Jamarcus Russell will be coming back. The Cowboys won, unfortunately. Uh, uh, the Patriots showed the Dolphins who's boss, uh, and they they beat them real real bad, thirty eight seven. Oakland got their first win against the Browns, forty five to forty two overtime. The Browns also had a couple bad calls against them. They had a first down, they got overturned for no reason, no reason at all. Went to the it was under two minutes. Went to the booth in the booth. They looked at it again. They said, "Hey, everyone, stop playing while we change this ruling for no reason." Moved them back a yard. Cost them the game, probably. That's, that's the worst. Also, Poor guys. They put up 42 points. Also, during the game, uh, they got Derek Carr to fumble a ball. They picked it up, and they had a wide-open 40-yard lane to the end zone. No one's in front of the guy with the ball. Nobody is going to catch him. And the refs whistle it dead, which, first of all, they're not supposed to do anymore. They're really supposed to let it play out. And then they went ahead and overturned the ruling of a fumble, called it a forward progress, and then a sack. And when you watch the replay, Derek Carr never has the ball. Like, he gets it from the center. They immediately hit him. And the second an Oak, uh, a Cleveland Brown hits Derek Carr, the ball goes flying out. There is no forward progress. Oakland or, uh, Cleveland had two real opportunities to take that win. And I think the refs just wanted to help John Gruden out a little bit. Yeah, because they're like, you're not going to lose to the Browns. That's real bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got you, boy. <laughs> they uh, still put up 42 points against you with two bad calls. So, I mean, and, how well did you really and do? And it took an overtime to get your first win. <laughs> John Gruden, get your life right. Also, he won't stop commenting on Khalil Mack, who he traded away. Oh, right. That's what yeah, oh, and yeah. Khalil Mack's on the Bears and just crushing people. And every week he still makes a comment. Like, he's like, man, that guy's playing crazy. Yeah, you think so? <laughs> Pretty good job, eh? Yeah, he's not so, he's not so bad. That's weird. Speaking of not being bad, we're going to take a break right here. When we come back, we got a lot more ball control for you. Stay tuned. Ball control. Ball control. All right. Welcome back to Ball Ball control. How's it going, Nico? It's going pretty good. Yeah, you yeah, all right? Yeah, yeah. All right, we're on 104.5, so 106.1. Um, I've been told they're sister stations. And we stream worldwide at IrelandStar.com. Find us on Earth Dark Radio, podcast at Ball Control. Blah, 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 blah. At, at Ball Control 3 on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Is that really it? Yeah. Ball Control 3? <laughs> good job, buddy. Who beat us to that? I don't Two other people, apparently. Uh, four. Right, because there'd be a zero, and then like nothing, and then a zero. Oh yeah, you're right. And then a one and a, and a two. two, so four. Yeah, jerks. Kind of the worst. We'll buy them from them. The, one the email is also taken, so we're at a ball control podcast at Gmail. <laughs> okay, all right, but that like, I like that. You should have done that for the Twitter. I didn't know it would change us to ball control three. <laughs> God, I hate you. <laughs> you get like one task, and it's the worst. Speaking of uh, people who are uh, have one task. Do you know what's going on this weekend? No. It's uh, it's a drink fest. 
It's a party. 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 That's right. Because Saturday night, it's UFC night. Uh, I'm busy that day. Oh, okay. Well, it's Saturday night. So you're not busy. <laughs> you never have plans at night because I know you. <laughs> um, Look, night is for the sleep. How am I going to get another one? <laughs> that's true. That's true. Where do I find another night if I'm up? Uh, so this is a big night. It's the return of the notorious one. Conor McGregor. Oh, so it's not the it's not the Obi Wan guy. No, no, <laughs> no. Uh, Conor McGregor is going to be fighting Khabib. This like sounds like an anime name here. Nurmagomedov. Nurmagomedov. Khabib. Nurmagomedov. Khabib is a good name. Khabib is a good name, and that's all they call him because the other part's hard to say. Um, so Conor McGregor. His sort of a little bit infamous. He sort of conquered the world of sports here. Um, he's 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 this is his valiant return after being an absolute hooligan and pretty much, pretty much. And he has spent the last year, year and a half in jail, right? Or <laughs> no, oh. no, not in jail. Well, he got arrested for something. He did get arrested that night. Okay, so what, Nico? What, what you're what you're uh, inferring? Uh, you're skipping a little ahead in the story. Uh, too so far. what happened was he. He was going to challenge some dude up in weight, and then the guy got hurt right before the fight and couldn't fight. So instead, he fought someone else. He right? fought someone else on on short notice, Nate Diaz. Yeah. And Nate Diaz, while not a prolific fighter, he's got a good record and he's a tough opponent. He's a he's a hard fight, um, but he's not. His record's m- m- muddy. It's like he's like he's like he's, uh, not on, he's no legend. No, he's no legend, and he's like twelve and eight, and like but they're all knockouts and like take like in in KOs. Like he's he's a tough guy. So he goes into the first fight, and and Conor McGregor's just not ready to fight somebody that big. Nate Diaz is a lot bigger than Conor McGregor. Uh, you're talking about giving up twenty twenty five pounds, uh, seven or eight inches. I mean, yeah, it was just that's, a, it was a, that's kind of the big deal in fighting. It is. It is size, well, is. size is super relevant. Size is incredibly relevant, but so is weight. And they do everything by weight in fighting. And these were two completely different weight classes. Right. Uh, so Nate kind of came in and Conor said, yeah, you know what? Yes, I, I will. I, I will do that. I'll try it. And it went two rounds, I believe, into the first or middle of the second. Conor McGregor uh, was submitted. He then turns around and he says, you know what? Let's do it again. He says, look, man, you, you're great. I want to fight you again. Let's do it again. And Nate Diaz was like, yeah, absolutely. Let's fight again. So Conor McGregor, now granted, at this point, Conor McGregor has two titles already uh, in two different weight classes, and now is fighting in a third weight class. Um, Conor McGregor, I don't think he ever even made it into the proper weight. I think he was still underweight by the fight. But in the, in the next one, he won. He won, he won that fight. He, he, uh, he, he beat Nate Diaz. Well, uh, he cut him open. He he played a really great uh, martial arts game where he just took all the power out of Nate Diaz by kicking his legs every time Nate Diaz stepped into anything. Every time Nate Diaz planted a lead foot, Nate uh, McGregor just wailed on it. And so you by the middle of the second round, Nate Diaz didn't want to step into anything, right? Because his legs are jelly at that point. <laughs> That's what happens. Jelly legs. Like that. That is. Well, the the feet are your basis of your power. So when you take out your legs, you're right because you want to you want to you want to plant and pivot, and that's where all of your power comes from. And if you can't plant because your legs hurt so bad, there's not much you you because the guy's been kicking them for four minutes (laughs) straight. Like it's rough. You can't you can't get power if you can't plant. And McGregor being smaller and so much faster was like wailing on him, like. 
like teeing off on these kicks. These were long kicks from like from behind, turned his whole body with his hips. Like, like he's were, getting he's getting power in his legs to take out your legs, so you have no power. Right, right. <laughs> this and, is just a power struggle. And so eventually he got uh, some good cuts on Nate Diaz, and they couldn't he couldn't go on after that. The, the doctor said, "Okay, we're done here." Um, so then after those fights, McGregor's pro, uh, profile is pretty it's pretty high because now he's beating guys in all kinds of weight classes. He's going all over yeah, the place. He's like two weight classes up, and he's still beating them. And him and Mayweather get into it. And Mayweather is the famous undefeated but retired boxer. Mayweather says, tell you what, I'll come out of retirement and I'll, I will beat you. And, May, and McGregor said, please come out of retirement. Uh, so McGregor gets $50 million to have a boxing match against Mayweather. And Mayweather, Mayweather is not an offensive guy. So you know, he's, he's all defense. He's all defense. So McGregor doesn't have to be a great boxer to fight him. Because it's not like it's not like Mayweather is dangerously offensive. However, right. Mayweather did win. I think it was six rounds. They there was a cut on McGregor, and they eventually called it. Um, but McGregor gets fifty million dollars. So he didn't fight for like a year after that. Just didn't fight. Um, he, there wasn't the right opponent for him. The UFC started having title matches for his basically abandoned titles. They couldn't get him to come back in to do a UFC event after he made fifty million dollars on a boxing match. Right, yeah. Um, so Which finally, he didn't even have to win. <laughs> right. So finally what happened is UFC got... He got mad at somebody in the UFC. And essentially what happened was he went out in Vegas and he pitched a fit. And what happened was one of his buddies... So everyone has their little fight groups. One of yeah. the guys in his fight group crossed paths with one of the guys in Khabib's fight group. And essentially Khabib got involved. And that made Connor mad because it made him feel like Khabib was bullying his boy. So Connor loaded up the private jet and flew his crew down to Vegas to confront Khabib. Um, Khabib went on the bus because he wasn't going to deal with it because Khabib's about fights and money. So he goes on the bus, and Connor McGregor's acting a fool, throws a chair on the bus, gets himself into some legal troubles, gets arrested, had to post bail. Um, there are some people who were suing Connor McGregor internally from the UFC for damage done to them. Somebody got glass in their eye. That's going to take a long time to heal. They're going to miss fights. So that's. Conor McGregor owes the money. That's just the way that works. Right. Um, but I said at the time, what this is going to do is this is going to lead in to him coming back to the UFC because now the UFC has all the leverage in negotiations. Right. Now he can't be like, well, you can pay $50 million. Right. Because now it's going to be, no, I'm not going to pay you $50 million, but what I will do is help get these charges dropped, and I will help settle some stuff internally amongst these other people right. so that you can you can you've sleep now you've now accidentally thrown the ball in our court right. by your own fault right congratulations so magically this could be fight happened <laughs> so now it's this weekend and um i don't know how to handicap this because it's been a long time conor mcgregor hasn't fought in a long time and there is rust that happens rampage jackson was a good fighter he went away and made three movies while he healed up his body when he came back he couldn't fight it it, it had passed him by and um i don't know what's going to happen now, Conor McGregor allegedly is all work. He's always been in the gym. He's always been grinding and sparring and blah, blah, blah. And maybe. Maybe. Um, but we'll see. It's, it's, hard to, it's hard to see until the fight actually happens. But uh, I have faith in his, uh, in his crew considering he's able to do as much as he's done. Yeah. Jumping up in the weights and all that and still being properly prepared. His training methods are different. Like, I watch some of his training stuff, and he does a lot of weird things. Uh, he does a lot of stuff. He has a, he has a movement specialist that, like teaches him different ways to moving at power. And when you watch his fights, he does throw a lot of unorthodox punches that people aren't prepared to block because they're not coming from the typical angles. Um, and right. so 
Now, something that also interests me is there was a guy who's one of the, he's one of the fight handicappers for one of the radio stations. I don't remember which one, but I was listening to him talk about the fight, and he said, coming into this, I really thought it was Khabib's fight, 100% all the way. But as I sat down and watched Conor McGregor's last couple fights, specifically with Khabib in mind, I don't think Khabib's going to win. Uh, that's pretty pretty strong. Right. And basically what he's saying is he noticed some things about how Conor fights that Khabib isn't... He's not ready for. It's not something Khabib deals with. Right. So we'll see. We'll see. That's a big... I mean, um, it's, it's a, interesting... It's, it's a big deal. It is. It's interesting to hear people say like, oh, I don't think he can adjust. That's a weird concept to me because it's a fight. So like... Well, the thing is like in UFC, because it's so open format, like... Right. Like, you know, you may have an ace boxer, but, like, they get into the ring with a grappler. They're just dead because they can't right. do anything. They got to work on their on their takedowns. But right. Conor McGregor is allegedly he can grapple as well as he can fight. Now, most of his fights are knockouts. Um, but he has great takedown defense. Khabib wants to get on the ground. But if he can't, if then he's just stuck real close to a guy who wants to knock him out. Right, yeah. And that's not a good thing. And Conor McGregor is just really solid. Like, I've the way I've seen them is that he has really solid... Uh, he just has really great like movement. Like he him himself is like very loose. And I think he's just got a really great mind state, which is like the most important part of a fight. Right. Like he comes into him getting into your head. But right. I think also does that weird arm noodle thing, it's hilarious. He does. But I think when he actually gets into the fight Like he's serious. He's serious. He's like, Okay, I'm looking at He understands this is a fight. He, he knows what he wants to do. Yeah, I agree with that. And I'm so I don't know, we'll see. Because Khabib is a very He's been – he isn't – everyone else gets in it with Conor McGregor. They also talk mess. Nate Diaz and his crew were throwing things, and there was a there was a huge shenanigans at the press conference. I don't think this hasn't happened with Khabib and his guys. Russians don't do that. They're not about the noise. They're about the violence. And if, uh. there's, if there's a guy who's like, okay, well, let's just get in the ring and see, it's Khabib. And so that kind of interests me a little bit because the idea is he's he doesn't care about what you say. He's going he's gonna to see you in the ring no matter what, so – you could say whatever you want because he's like, I know where you're going to be on October 6th, so I'm not worried about it. But then the same could be said for Connor. Yeah, but Connor likes the mind games. Connor gets off on the mind games. I really think Connor McGregor this really. This is going to be a test of wills. It's going to be interesting to see if anything Connor has said has affected Khabib at all. Yeah. Because that'll be advantage think, one. Yeah. Um, so we got a couple of minutes left here. Did you know? You have 30 seconds. You better be fast. Okay. I mean, not the first time I've heard that, my friend. Um, hockey season started. Hey, yay! Drop the puck. Let's kick it off. Um, go all the way into April, right? And uh, I'm gonna go with the Tampa Bay Lightning as my pick for the season. All right? Yeah, everyone knows hockey known Tampa. in Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. Well, the Washington Capitals—they won it, and then they've been partying nonstop. <laughs> they have, like, I think just last night they were somewhere still partying, and so people are kind of like, I don't think they're going to repeat this year. And honestly, I don't think they care. Like, I don't. It doesn't matter. You already was, won. This was one of those things where everyone on that team was like older veteran types who wanted a ring, right? And they got it, and now. they won. So, and eh, whatever. This right. Next they season don't. Doesn't they matter. don't care at all. Right. Their names on the cup. It's over. Um, <laughs> I'm done. Right. Because the big criticism about Alexander Ovechkin has always been, well, he doesn't win the Stanley Cup. Well, now he did. So Done. Finished. I don't think he cares. Argument like, I, invalid. I think this this year he's just going to go play drunk hockey for like four months, and then someone's going to be like, hey, you smell drunk still. And he's going to be like, sorry. And then like, he'll get <laughs> Sorry, that was the alcohol. <laughs> right. He'll kind of buckle down right around towards the end when they're looking at the points. and like, hey, we might not make the playoffs, guys. And then they'll try real hard, but I don't. I don't think it matters to them at all. <laughs> I think they can still win some games drunk. <laughs> yeah, I, I think they will too. I think they'll go. I think they'll go to Vegas and win two at least. <laughs> just hammered, still hammered from where they were before. They didn't even get extra drunk in Vegas. They just showed up drunk from the last game. 
Yeah. That's, uh, that's just how it's going to go. That's exactly how it's going to go. So we're going to jump out of here to a break. How was that for 30 seconds? Yeah. Yeah, well, whatever. Your mother. Ball control. Ball control. All right, guys. Welcome back to Ball Control. This is Corey DLG. With uh, with me, as always, is Nico. Uh huh. Uh-huh. And we're just hanging out here on one hundred four point five and one hundred six point one, the sister stations. We are streaming worldwide at irlonestar.com. And a uh, big shout out to RNA Sports, our favorite and only sponsors. Um, go visit them at thirty five zero one North Fraser Street, October twelfth. They're gonna have a watch party with Stevie Francis and Robert Reed there. Uh, there's a little bit of money involved, but there are autographs to be had. Yeah, boys. Um, okay, Nico. Let's. Um, we don't do this too often yet because it's not time. Every sport has like a a, a time. A time. College college football is going on right now. All right. Um, the reason I don't talk about them yet is we haven't started posting uh, the rankings. Okay. Ah. So like they have the rankings right now, but they were from the preseason, and then they've just been reacting to wins and losses. But they haven't posted like the playoff selection committee will start posting their list. And they're the only people who matter now because they pick the top four. So they're going to list like a top 10 or a top 25, and it'll, it's a couple weeks out. And once they start listing it, then it's relevant because they're you can kind of see what they're evaluating, who they're saying is worth going into a playoff. Um, but we're going to talk a little bit uh, college sports today because there's been some stuff that's been going on that's just a little crazy. All right, all right. What you got for me? So University of Georgia – all right. Um, this is not a good story. They have a baseball team, obviously. The uh-huh. first baseman is a guy by the name of Adam Sasser. All right. And the only reason you're gonna want to know you're gonna want to know his name is they just uh, kicked him out of school and kicked him off the team for racial slurs. Oh no. Yeah. During Georgia's football game against Tennessee, he was repeatedly heard saying "put back in the N word," talking about freshman quarterback Justin Fields. Oh, uh, and it wasn't just one time. Apparently, it was heard by numerous people um, to the point that someone came to him and made a comment. He ignored it, continued to say it. Uh, they then got a stadium security guard or police officer to come handle the situation. And for some reason, this may just be Georgia. I don't know. Uh, that didn't result in his immediate uh, kicking out of the stadium. Huh. So for some reason they didn't. They basically they said uh, the the guard stood next to him the rest of the game so he wouldn't cause more trouble. Right, because you know that's what we do with all troublemakers. We yeah, uh, we just stand next to them. I d- yeah, yeah, troublemakers get kicked out. Like that's how that works. Not in Georgia. Not in Georgia. Not in Georgia. And so Adam Sasser, as of as of it took the all Sasser day. pants. It took all day to uh, Wednesday. Starting the story out, people were talking about it, and Georgia hadn't issued a statement or done anything yet. Uh, By the end of the day, Wednesday, they had announced that he was out. There you go. So, it took them all day, though. They had to really think about this for some reason. Mm. They weren't just comfortable with the idea of just going, yeah, he's a racist, he's out. (laughs) And he's gone. Right. And he might not be a racist, but he sure likes the wrong words. Oh, Lord. I had a conversation with some friends one time where they were like, you don't know what's in people's hearts just because of what they say, which is accurate. I, I don't want to 
it's true. You don't know what's in people's hearts based on what they say. However, however, sometimes it feels like a safe bet. Also, sometimes you just got to know when to say things. Read the room. Read the room. You know what? And that's actually a fair point. Now, him being a white dude, the public face, there's not a good time to say it. No. Privately, maybe amongst his friends, if that's something he wants to say and they're okay with it. Right. That's his choice. However, um, he's not gonna win. he's not gonna make a lot of friends saying it though. Nah. And so yeah, that's that's a, you're right. That's a good way to put that. Like, read the room. <laughs> read the room. That's kind of the most relevant part, you know. As part of communicating, it's called nonverbals. Is it? Yeah. Nonverbals. You're a nonverbal. Uh, sometimes. That's <laughs> true. That is true. Um, I wanted to talk about some. It's not. Let me pull this up here. This isn't. This isn't the way to do this. This is not the way, friend. This is. This is not the way. Do you know the way? Uh, let's do it this way. We're gonna do it this way. College football. <laughs> We're gonna do it the slow way. Well, I'm. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Solid radio hours. Um. Okay. So Stanford lost to Notre Dame. Lost real, real bad. All right, how bad? Um, also, numbers to put in a context, the situation. You would like some numbers, you say, huh? Yeah. Okay. The numeros. The numeros are? One million to zero. Oh, there's so many college teams. One of the reasons I hate college is 116 teams. That's a lot of teams, there boys. There are, man. It's just too many teams. Oh, there's a lot of colleges. There are a lot of colleges, and we should talk about that. Um, Notre Dame beat Sanford 38-17. to 17. Eh. Thanks for coming by. 21. Um, Oklahoma beat Baylor 66 to 33. Oh, that's one more. <laughs> that's a whipping. Uh, Penn State lost to Ohio State. They had a real crucial fourth down where they made the wrong call. <sighs> fourth and, I believe, fourth and five, and they made a run call. Nice. Power move. Yeah. And it was like, it was like a prime time. Like, this was the game to watch. So everyone got to Ooh. see Penn State be real dumb. <laughs> um, That's always the good sign. I guess so. Alabama won 56-14 to 14 against what's just labeled here as Louisiana. <laughs> I think it's the University of Louisiana. It's a smaller college. No, just all of Louisiana. Just all play. of it, yeah. Uh, Georgia won against Tennessee 38-12. to 12, So I'm not so sure what, when Adam Sasser wanted the guy in. Uh, I guess he was just saying, hey, we're up so much, play the other dude. Right. Maybe he was even calling for him to get playing time. But but maybe, maybe he was trying to be positive. Right, he just like maybe, wasn't. Yeah, maybe he just couldn't properly express himself. But he's gonna get lots of practice out of that now, because I guarantee you there's gonna be some people with some questions. You, you don't want to go home and then cross paths with the people you know after like you've been out at hardcore of dropping the N word right. repeatedly. Right, and it's not even, it's it's sounding like it wasn't uh, the casual. No, no, like he did it like apparently over and over long enough for someone to go get a guard after having already told him in person to stop. Right. Yeah, wrap your brain around that. That's just rude. Um, let's see here. So like so Florida actually won. They've been well, struggling. Florida. Florida. But they beat uh Mississippi State thirteen to six. These are some real low scores. Oregon right, we have sixty six to thirty three and then <laughs> then that. <laughs> Oregon and Texas both won. Uh Oregon whipped up on California. Forty two to twenty four. Oof. Texas won nineteen to fourteen. There you go. Uh 
West Virginia. I have a weird fascination with West Virginia. I have a I had a buddy. One of my very first roommates was a West Virginia fan. Uh, because his grandpa was a West Virginia fan. So it's like his weird That's thing. the weirdest. Right. And I never watched college sports. So he'd have games on and he'd be going crazy for West Virginia. And I'd just be sitting there laughing kind of about it. But like I grew to kind of like West Virginia a little bit because they were always the plucky underdog. And this was like. Shout out to that guy. Uh, shout out to Domino. So this is like 06. <laughs> and uh, at one point they had a game where if they beat. Might have been like Oklahoma. If they beat Oklahoma, they get to go. They get to go to the championship. Like, they'll be number one. I think they're, like, number two in the nation and number one lost. So, as long as they don't lose their game, they're in. But it was a hard game, and then they, they lost, like, big. Oh, no. And he was like, that was, this was our one chance. Like, we're never going. <laughs> Have they gone back since? No. Oh, no. no, no. no. He, was one a, he was 100% accurate. <laughs> and then that coach went on to a bigger school, and he failed. Oh, no. Rich Rodriguez. He went from West Virginia to Michigan. And they were like, yeah, he's a he's a Michigan man. I don't even know what that means. Like, <laughs> Who knows? Is it like the Michelin man? Sort of, but like less good, apparently, because he lost a lot. And he, then he got fired. Oh, no. What, yeah. who, who surprised? So college football does voting, okay? This is one of the reasons I hate college football. All right? Voting on what? Voting. So there are 60 voters right now like who are For what? <laughs> what are For, they voting on? For the rankings, because this is the problem. Oh. There's 116 teams. They only play 12 games. Teams are going to have the same schedules. Right. Undefeated teams miss playoffs because there's so many undefeated teams. Like, it's stupid how college football goes. Yeah. That, that, Last like, year, University of Central Florida finished undefeated, didn't get to go to the playoff. Nobody beat them. Then they're supposed to call someone else champion. So they called themselves national champion. They posted signs up and down streets of Florida saying they were the national champion. And no one got to, like, you know. What are they going to say? They didn't lose anything. Yeah, they didn't lose. So Alabama's just been crushing people, and they they win everything. They they're the best team ever. Really like the best school, fo- best football school ever. They just Nick Saban makes like fifteen million dollars being a head coach between endorsements and everything, and he doesn't. He earns every dollar of it because like he just just wins. He just wins all the time, all the time. I think they've won six out of the last ten national championships. Them, I think. Oh, man. Uh, so somewhere there's two idiots who have a vote because 58 of the votes go for Alabama, one for OSU, and one for Clemson. Obviously, Clemson's really getting it. Yeah. Now, granted, they're all 5-0. and uh, They've all scored a lot of points, but it's not even close here. So OSU has 1,395. Clemson has 1,278 points. Alabama has 1,497. So it's a solid 102 points more. Huh. But two guys still want to vote somewhere else. Right. Or what are we doing on time? You were trying to show me. Yeah, we got a minute left here. All right. Um, It's too early to do all the Heisman stuff because people still win or lose. There's still big games to be played. There's still relevant times. Right. Season's Uh, not over. (laughs) Yeah, it's still early. 5-0 is still early. But I'm trying to figure out, like, every year there's always people who do these weird votes where they vote on stuff that they, like, no business. Right. Who are these guys voting for OSU and for Clemson? We better find out that they go to those colleges or they're affiliated with those colleges. (laughs) Right. Or they bet on those colleges. Like... Obviously, you're clearly the best. No, they're clearly not. Like Clemson, <laughs> a panel of fifty-eight other people say right. otherwise. Now Clemson won the national championship last year. Uh, no, two years ago. Two years ago, they beat Deshaun Watson. Beat, um, University of Alabama. All then right. he went to the NFL last year, and last year uh, Alabama won by subbing in a backup quarterback at the halftime. And he threw the game-winning touchdown in overtime. 
There you go. So Alabama's the reigning champ. So who is it that's giving someone else the benefit of the doubt here? Well, you see, I think uh, Clemson, I think yeah. they got well, it. What I think is, uh, it doesn't matter what you think. You're wrong. Right. It's Alabama. Shout out to that other team that's completely undefeated that didn't show up in the playoffs. Right. Man, like, it sucks. There were just so many. And what sucks is there was a guy who went in above them who had a loss. I think Ohio State had a loss and still got to go what? because they're that's better, whack. quote, unquote, better than you. Than because of the Central. votes? Yeah. Because of the votes. Ah, can't leave anything up to democracy. <laughs> and that's the that's the problem with fo- this is my problem with football is they they can't get out of their own way. Every time every time they have a chance to get it right, they get it wrong. Right. So that oh, being well. said, we're gonna get it right to a break. You know what I'm saying? Ah. And when we come back, there's one more segment of ball control. I vote Nerd Thug Radio. Okay. All right. Ball control. Ball control. Welcome back to Ball Control. This is Corey DLG, and with me as always is little brother Nico. Yeah, yeah. And we are still on 104.5, 106.1, the sister stations. We are streaming worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. And a uh, big shout-out to RNA Sports. They are going to be hosting a uh, signing at a tailgating event downtown for this Dallas Cowboys Houston Texans rivalry matchup. Like I'm excited, oh, super God. excited. What's going on? Are you having a seizure? <laughs> I was trying to scoot over in my chair. It didn't work out too well. You are the house cat of radio. <laughs> That's actually fairly accurate. I feel like it is. Like every once in a while, you're just like, I'm gonna do something weird here. Watch me. Just gonna sit on this laptop and knock something over. So we're gonna do something we don't do on ball control. Oh no. We're gonna cover golf. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah, you went quiet? That was pretty funny. Good. That was nice. That was a little subtle one. That was a good one. Every once in a while, you remind people you're barely a human being. I like it. <laughs> I like it a lot. Um, yeah, so golf. That's what we're going to talk about here real quick. Last weekend was the Ryder Cup. All okay? right. The Ryder Cup is perhaps one of the dumbest events that exists in all of mankind. <laughs> Would you like to explain why? Uh, So golf is essentially one of the hoity toitiest lamest sports that we have in existence. Right. Curling is more manly. Curling is more manly. They at least throw a, ball, a boulder down ice, okay? Right. So, here's where it gets super, super weird. The Ryder Cup is Europe versus America. It's a tournament That's of whack. Europeans versus Americans. Um, there's two things here. First of all, golf is super uppity already. So, right. like, the idea of, like, Europeans, like... Playing their loud, angry cousins, the Americans. Like, I feel like they play that up so messy over there in Europe. <laughs> There's no way they're not like, and over here we have the dumb Americans. Watch them play our game golf. And you're like, so barbaric. Look at the swings. Right. <laughs> look at them. Look at them. They look like a bunch of fools with their clubs. And you're just like, like, why are we even here? Why did we come to this party? Uh, and then beyond just to that, little us. right? And then beyond that, golf is the sport of old people and the rich. Like I just don't like golf. Like okay, and you know what, man? Like if somebody likes golf, that's fine. But golf is okay if you can if you can leave work to have a business meeting during your sport. It's not a sport. So when you take the VP of the, your buddy company and you guys go play eighteen holes, you didn't play a sport. You guys sat around and drank and BS and made a business deal. Great. Like, make your money, make your life. 
do your thing, network and all that. They walked around 18 holes. That's, right. what, that's what they did. No, they ride carts and they've got caddies, but let's not pretend for a second you played a sport, okay? So the Ryder Cup is the greatest, the elite of the elites, the great American golfers and the great Europeans battle it out for golf supremacy in a battle of no one cares. But everyone's a millionaire and everyone has a hot wife. That's generally the rules. Yeah, the, um, the, the net value of these tournaments. Right, right. The net value of these 30, 40-odd competitors is, is well in excess of a, a basketball team. Uh, most basketball teams. You'll, you'll have one guy on the basketball team screwing it up for everyone else on the formula. He's like, I make $40 million a year. Everyone else has done the vet minimum, and they're just like, I got $2 million before taxes? This guy sucks. It's <laughs> just terrible. Yeah. Um, but so golf is like everyone makes 25. They all average 25. Like, it's, it's ridiculous. Matter of fact, if you win the golf championship every year, it's called the FedEx Cup. It takes the highest point getters, and they go through a three-stage tournament. If you win the third stage, it's a $10 million check oh. for a season's worth of work. So just so you know how lucrative and pathetic golf is, I feel like I feel like there's like a shadow like puppet like behind everything who's just like a, a quintillionaire. He's like this is like the guy who like runs everything. He just really enjoys people hitting balls with sticks. <laughs> but not baseball. Like right, too yeah. athletic, too many young people having a good time. Right, yeah. He, Embrace your senior citizenship. Right. Um okay, but it doesn't just end there. So the Ryder Cup this year got even dumber and messier for Americans. We lost, okay? Oh no. We typically lose this. We actually haven't won in a long time, I think. I think we're I think in Europe we're like 0 for 9. Good so, for good for us. So I don't even know what we go America. I'm going to I'm going to say we should stop agreeing. Like next year when they're like, "Hey, pick a captain." We're going to go, "No, we're out." We're busy <laughs> we, this weekend. We should throw a revolution. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why don't we have a tea party? And they're going to be like, "Well, that's not funny." <laughs> um, but so so we lost. And the captain made some really dumb choices. Now, this is a weird thing here. Tiger Woods, who at one point was like the greatest golfer who's ever even existed. seen. Yeah. He's always been bad at Ryder Cups, though. He's never had a good record at Ryder Cups. It's the belittling from the sidelines, I think. Well, it really it's throws him off. The weird part of it is like it's match play, and he's never been a match play guy. It's different than regular golf. You don't just play 18 holes, and whoever has the best score, you take a look at it. You guys go hole by hole who's winning, and then you're keeping a score. And for some reason, that messes with him, and he can't do it. So I tell you, it's the it's the posh belittling. God, the other guy just says weird hoity-toity insults, and he's like, I don't know what that even. Oh, really? What is he even talking about? Really My throws Rolls him off. Royce, what? What? It's not even. It doesn't rain in Spain. I don't get it. Um, and then Phil uh, Phil Mickelson also got a bunch of matches, and he's not very good in match play. So those two guys, Tiger Woods went zero for four. So oh, no. thanks for playing. Good job. Yeah. Wait he up. just won the... Uh, like he's, he's playing good golf again, but he's never been a good match play guy, so there was no point. There was no point in doing that. Um, also, Phil Mickelson, he always plays mediocre to good golf, and he lost a bunch of... He went over also. Thanks for, thanks for showing up. <laughs> um, good job, guys. So it gets weirder. After we got our butts kicked... In typical loser rich guy fashion, everyone blamed everyone else. Ah. So we got real messy with this real quick. <laughs> um, Patrick Reed, who typically is paired with Jordan Spieth, they've been paired in numerous match play events, and they do well when they play together. Patrick Reed came out with a quote that says, I blame the captain because blah, 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 and I'm paraphrasing, but essentially he blamed the captain because he thought it was weird that the captain didn't pair him and Jordan Spieth again. Uh, okay. You ready? 
someone came forward and said, uh, we were all in the room when Patrick Reed said he didn't want to play with Jordan Spieth this year. <laughs> what the worst story? I hate golf now. Like, so, I, like, I never enjoyed golf, and now I hate it. This is dumb. So literally, after we lose, this guy wants to blame the captain for honoring his wishes <laughs> and then say, I don't know why it happened that way. I don't know why he did that. Who who did this? Right. And then Me? Every, everyone else was like, you said you don't want to play with Jordan Spieth. You're like, I always play Jordan Spieth. I don't want to play Jordan Spieth. And then at the end, you're like, why don't I play Jordan Spieth? Right. Like, Are you an idiot? Right. So then on top of that, we've now also found out that now, um, Dustin Johnson has a little bit of a bad record in golf. He's a little bit of a diva. All right. Uh, he's, oh, God, even in golf. Even in golf. He's actually the only golfer I know of who's had to go to rehab for drugs because of the PGA made him. <laughs> um, no, like, look, you can't keep showing up to these things. Right. In a, yeah, so apparently he has a real issue. He has a real addiction problem, allegedly. And then yeah, also, let's give him $10 million. <laughs> <laughs> let's just keep giving him money and let him travel the country. No problem. Also... He is married to Wayne Gretzky's incredibly smoking hot daughter, Paulina. But allegedly, this is like, this is something that's talked about but never confirmed publicly. But I've heard it numerous times. Uh, Dustin Johnson sleeps with all the wives of the PGA Tour. Like, if a wife is at an event by herself, Dustin Johnson will get his hands on her somehow. Right, with copious amounts of cocaine. Right, (laughs) yes. They will have a private party, and the next thing you know, Dustin Johnson has to go back to rehab, and there's another golfer who hates him. So, at the dinner, apparently, before the Ryder Cup started, a, a golfer by the name of Brooks Kapka almost got in a fist fight with Dustin Johnson. <laughs> so, we put together a real strong team out there. Like, we were ready this year. Uh, we got the drug addict. They now have both had to come out and deny that it happened, but everyone didn't deny the story when it first broke, just these two, and now everyone's like, oh, I guess it didn't happen. <laughs> 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 golf is the worst it's sport. It's so stupid. But first we get our butts kicked, and then we're on the way home, we're like, it's his fault. No, it's his fault. No, it's his fault. And then and then you take a second to realize that the whole team you brought is a bunch of trash. Just a bunch of uppity divas all about themselves. <laughs> Let's make the captain one of the worst peoples at match play. Tiger Woods, worst yeah. at match play. Yeah, I don't understand. And then, like, and then we're going to bring like the drug addict that sleeps with everyone, and like <laughs> obviously... It just gets like worse and worse <laughs> and worse and worse from there. Uh, and I... Then you have Steve Joe, the most boring man in the universe <laughs> that has $10 million for no reason. Yeah. He just won the FedEx Cup. I don't, like, I don't know, man. That's all he did. He's done nothing else in his life. <laughs> that's it. He hits, he hits golf balls real good. Um, so, yeah. So, that's golf. Um, so, that like, like golf is never a sport that, like, like you don't hear, like, those up-and-coming stories. Like, right. Like, you're like, oh, man, I was a poor kid on the street, and I was raised by this exp- this, right. this rich it's, man it's, adopted it's golf me. and it's tennis you never hear that about because they are rich people sports. Now, Serena and Venus is the exception. They did grow up in, I believe, Compton, actually, and the dad was like, you guys are going to make it by tennis. And, like, he... Like, and both of them are really ridiculously yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, but, like, those are the only ones. They're the only ones. You got, like, one of, like, 100 years. <laughs> right. Everyone else is like, I, I grew up on an estate with a pony as a nanny. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's I've practiced right. tennis for the last 27 years. They're like, aren't you 22? <laughs> no comment. <laughs> it's genetics. Right, yeah. All right, so we're going to close out this week as we do every week, talking about the NFL and this coming scores and schedules and all sorts of events. The bye weeks continue. This week, Chicago and Tampa Bay are off. 
Good for them. Okay. So if you got anybody, if you're playing, you really shouldn't be playing anybody. Pay attention to the hockey team of Tampa Bay. There you go. There you go. That's right. If you're playing, I mean, maybe if you were playing Ryan Fitzpatrick, you got to bench him. If you, for some reason, had Mitchell Trubisky in your lineup, you would take him out this week. But <laughs> who knows? For the most part, these these are kind of irrelevant. I mean, those are irrelevant off weeks. Um, one thing that is that is coming up, I want to touch on this real quick. Le'Veon Bell announced he's going to come back. Oh. Week seven, which is the Pittsburgh Steelers' bye week. <laughs> In the NFL, you don't get 16 game checks. You get 17. So he's going to get paid to show up for their week off. Woo! Got him. That's smart. That's like, calculator right there. There's no way. They can't hate themselves while they give him that check. I love it. <laughs> like, I, here you go, like, and He's you like, oh. son of a gun. Uh, thank you. I swear thank to you. God. <laughs> like, he's just cashing in that one. Uh, so tonight uh, is in Indianapolis at New England. That's going to be tonight on Fox and the NFL Network. I didn't know they were simulcasting. That got pointed out to me last week by the Savage, uh, Joey Savage, and uh, that was news to me. Tennessee's at Buffalo. Tennessee's probably going to win that. Miami's at Cincinnati. They're probably going to lose that. Baltimore's at Cleveland. Hmm, Cleveland can't catch a break. That's a hard That's a hard one-two right there. Yeah. Losing to Oakland in overtime, and now they got to host Baltimore bad, at home. Bad calls against Oakland. And Baltimore sometimes looks good and sometimes looks – if good Baltimore shows up, Cleveland's got no shot. Uh, Green Bay's going to be at Detroit. That's a rivalry game. And they've had a little bit of drama this week about, like, the quarterback and the coach are both – they're secretly divas also. Oh, okay. And Good they make them. passive-aggressive comments in the media. So, like, Aaron is like, you know, you just go out there and just do the best you can with what with the tools that I have available. And that's his way of saying I don't have good enough players. And then the coach comes forward and he says, yeah, you know, we would like to play better. Um, a lot of the responsibilities on Aaron. Like, he's earned that. And that's his way of saying, hey, <laughs> don't blame me. I'm not the quarterback. Um, <laughs> Jacksonville's going to be at Kansas City. I want Kansas City to drop 50 on these guys, but I don't think it's going to happen. I think Kansas City wins a close game. This is a playoff game. This is a playoff preview right here. Jacksonville, Kansas City. Denver's going to be at the Jets. This should be one. Sam Darnold gets to recover and beat the, beat the Broncos. Uh, we are the Sunday night game. Dallas has come to town. This is the big one, boys. This is the big one. This is the big one. We finally got a win. Dallas is only one game ahead of us. If we beat them, we beat them into a tie. Whoa. Yeah. I want to win this game so bad. Are you going to be there? No. No. My sister has the tickets on this one. Oh, yeah. get destroyed. Oh, no. Never had a I chance. Know. So, here, like, my rule, watching sports, I root for the Texans and whoever the Cowboys are playing. <laughs> so, I want to see a win here, a big win. And this with is, that, we're going to jump out. That's right. This is when we get to be both the teams that I love. So I'm going to jump out here with that. I hope the Texans win. We'll come back. We'll find out. Uh, Ball control.